thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I'm here with the fabulous co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is none other than Dr. Damien Christoph. Hi there, Damo. Hello, Marcus. How are you? Mate, I am fantastic. It is uh, great to have you on board again, Damo, as always, because we have got another sensational, graceful ager in our uh, presence today, albeit online. We are going to shoot up to Sydney, Damien, because just a couple of weeks ago, we spoke to Lavinia Petrie, who was kicking goals at the Australian Masters Games, Yeah, didn't and she? I've plucked out another living legend, and we're going to shoot up to Sydney to speak with 86-year-old Heather Lee, who is a world-renowned walker and has done the city to surf 11 times, may I add, and... Um, is just doing so many great things. Heather, a very warm 100 Not Out welcome to you. Thank you very much. Yes, I'm very grateful to be here. Thank you. Well, Heather, I mean, when you're doing wonderful things at your age, obviously you stand out from the crowd, and, and it's just amazing to to see um, what you've achieved. Can, just for the people that are listening, can you just um, let people know how you went at the recent Australian Masters Games? Um, and Because I understand you, you had a bit of a challenge before that as well. Yes, I had a fall a fortnight before the games, which uh, of course upset my uh, my plans completely, and that didn't put me in a very good uh, frame of mind. I was uh, rather upset about that because after the fall, I had a job to walk home, so I knew, and it was on, on a Saturday, so I couldn't do much about it till the till the Monday when I could get physio. But anyway, look, my physio was he's absolutely marvellous, and he we worked um, almost every day up until the time I left. And um, although I wasn't a hundred percent, I was certainly he, he you know. I was certainly uh, capable of, of competing, and uh, very grateful to do so. Well, uh, but in the I took the, did the three and the five and the ten, so uh, that's kilometres. So uh, you know I was happy with that. Just a lazy eighteen kilometres then. Uh, what so, no, I did a uh, three kilometre. It was three separate events: the three kilometre, the five kilometre, and the ten kilometre. Yeah, Separately. No, it's a sensational effort. Um, tell us, why walking? I mean, we, we often interview people here that are, that are, you know, there's so many different sports and activities represented, but um, what led you to take up walking? Because from what I can tell in your, you know, over the course of your life, you've, you've been quite involved in sport. But, um, but yeah, why walking? Well, I haven't really been involved in sport, but I've always been very active, and I think that's the important part as you grow older, and more so. And uh, But um, after my husband died, I had a compulsion to walk, and I joined a local walking group uh, locally here and enjoyed some lovely walks in the Blue Mountains, which are under uh, threat at the moment. And uh, oh, anyway, yeah. from then on in 2001, a few of us decided to do the first, our first city to surf, and I just got smitten on the sort of competitive uh, nature of it. And uh, from then on, I just went on uh, bridge runs and Manan and walks, you, you name it, I, I did them all kind of thing. And I discovered that I, although I was sort of a lot older than a lot of the competitors, I was competing well and, and, and even winning in my age group, winning and beating younger people. So uh, <laughs> it was sort of, a, and, and I mean, I just couldn't let it go. It was just one of those things I lived for, if you know what I mean. 
Oh, that's outstanding. What, what do you? I, I, obviously, you just alluded to part of it. It's, you know, it's what you live for. You love it. You love it a bit. You enjoy the competition. I love to compete. I'm very. Com- I've, I've realised that I am terribly competitive. I mean, I, I nothing but my best is good enough for me. You know, so which is why uh, Geelong was. I was a bit upset with that, but still, I mean, look, with other times, I'm looking forward now to going to Hobart in in March. So uh, see how we go there. Yeah, nice. Hobart, yeah. March. But That'd be good. That'll be actually the probably the month of the year that they have summer. That'll be perfect. <laughs> well, I come, I come from England, so I know what one fine day, what one, you know, what it means just to have one fine day. Absolutely. But before that, on Sunday, I'm doing the uh, 27 kilometer uh, seven bridges walk in Sydney. Oh wow! Wow, good seven good. bridges. Good, good work. Yeah. This is awesome to hear. That's yes. fantastic. I adjusted. I'm a chiropractor. I don't know if you realise that, Heather, but I'm a chiropractor and I adjust children all the way from when they're first born all the way through to when they're 100 years old. My oldest practice member in my practice is currently 97 years old. And really, yeah, and Are I they had stay in sport. Uh, in sport, uh, in fitness, one one of a guy that turned ninety just the other day, he still bowls um, for his oh. club. He does lawn bowls, but he he continues to repeatedly come either runner up or wins the club championships. Oh, that's, that's tremendous! So obviously you're keeping him fit too. Yeah, he comes. I mean, in. I think I think it's very important. I mean, I had physio this morning, and I think it's very important. So, thing, it? and just to maintain your body and to stretch your muscles and that sort of things, which I do regularly now. So um, yes. Well done, well done. That's that's excellent. So important. So, do you think that your motivation or your competitive nature, or do you think it's you know getting your your body worked on is your secret, or do you think that maybe food's got a bit to do with it? A food. Yeah, don't you eat well? Oh, look, look, it all plays a part. I mean, it all yes, it, it all plays a part. I mean, you need to exercise. You need to eat the right food, obviously. I mean, and that's been a part of my life since I probably was in my late thirties, early forties. I mean, you know, you turn that forty-year-old corner and you think, wow, what, what's 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 the future going to hold for you? And it's time to take stock and and uh, look at how you eat and how you how you spend your years and and how you exercise and how you live your life. So, well, and I've that, done that. Um, yeah, so I don't mean to interrupt you, Heather, but I was reading an article um, about you, and is that is that true? Did you reach the, the the point in your life around your forties where you did begin to make some major changes? Yes, yes, I thought this is the end of the line. You know what I mean? I really thought I was, I was really stepping into the unknown, and uh, and I mean it's all downhill from there. But I mean, not necessarily, is it? I mean, I've, I've obviously proved that. And, you, and a, that, but is that is was that your thought your thoughts at the time because that is what we talk about a lot here buying into the mass media belief that it is all downhill from there and everyone has that different point in their lives where they may start believing that but do you look back on your life now and go I think I did buy into that belief and then but you then decided to get out of that and and change that. No, I mean we didn't have to change much. We just had to sort of take stock of what we have, what, how we were living our lives, and what we were doing, and just sort of keep in, keep in mind that uh, we really did need to um, maybe cut back on on different things that we were eating, and just take and and do exercise and so on. And so, we, my husband always thought he could live to be 150 if he did all the right things, and I and I quite believe I I, I believe that's quite true if, if you if you do, you know. I mean, if you it, it's possible, yes. quite possible. Oh, but you have to do all the right things. Well, it seems that way, doesn't it? It seems that the people that are aging the best, the ones that we've interviewed over the last nearly 12 months, hasn't it been, MP, uh, that have been uh, aging yep. the best are the ones that exercise regularly, uh, the ones that have a motivation or an inspiration to continue to, to live their life, and the other ones are engaged. So they're engaged mm. in doing, you know, 
great things. It's interesting because diet. Well, you have to be mentally to... stimulated, I think. I mean, yes. I'm, I mean, I've got a computer, and I think, and I mean, I've got a, a, a smartphone and things like that. I mean, I've I've really kept up with the times. I think that's important too. You've I seen mean, a few a, things. But, think... Pardon? You've seen a few things, haven't you? Oh, you would have seen, you know, in eighty eighty six or eighty seven yeah. years, yes, you've seen I, lots I mean, of things. I, like I, I survived the war in England, so yes, I've seen quite a few things. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So do you find it, just on the technology, sorry, Dom, I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's not often you speak to an 86-year-old with a smartphone. Do you, do you find it easy to adopt to the new technologies of today, Heather? Oh, it's, it's, look, it's challenging, and I like a challenge, and that's the, whole, that's the whole nature of it, isn't it? I mean, I've only had it since last Christmas, so I mean, I haven't had it that long. But before that, I did have a mobile phone. But, um, I mean, I can send photos. I mean, look, I don't get into the apps because that costs me money that I can't afford. So I'm not, I'm not concerned about downloading music and all that sort of thing. But, I mean, I just use it for what I need to use it for. And, uh, no, I'm happy with what I... And I've got a had a computer since for 19 years. So, I mean, I'm, that's not new to me. Oh, it's great. And you do have a website, heatherlee.com.au. That's uh, yes, Lee, Heather, Lee. Yes, that's right. Mm. And a Facebook page. And yes, a Facebook and, page. Well, look, I don't get into Facebook very much. I'm afraid I, I'm not a very... I don't know. There's, there's too much inanity, if that's the right word, if you know what I mean. I mean, meeting up for coffee this morning or talking to somebody about, you know, something that's not important, it's, it's trivial. And I'm, I'm not into that. And not only that, I have great difficulty getting into Facebook because it doesn't seem to recognise me. So that's another problem when I leave Facebook alone. Have you realised that you've nearly got as many likes as your years old? Did you know that? You're at 84 likes at the moment. Have I? Yeah, so I think if Marcus liked you and I'll get one more person to like you, I'm going to invite two more people. I'm going to invite Marcus and Lawrence to like you and my son, Jackson. That will oh, yes. will, will outdo you in likes for years. I'm so going to do that Okay, right thank you. That would be lovely. That would be lovely. Look, I'm, I'm just like you. You're on 85 likes now, Heather. There we one go. One to go to equal the 86. Very good. Uh, it's excellent. Well done. Now, Heather, um, I tend to find that a lot of people... Uh, you know, don't place much value on diet. But you've done all kinds of cleansing diets. You eat well. You eat a muesli for brekkie. You have lots of nuts and seeds. Can you tell me what your diet is? What do you have for breakfast, lunch, and tea? Well, I have muesli with um, a few, sprinkle a few nuts, and maybe a few blueberries, banana, uh, milk, um, yogurt, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a um, compote of mixed berries or something on top. Yeah. Uh, that'll be breakfast. Um, and if I ever ate toast, it would be um, whole grain. Um, you know, the, the sort of grainy breads I like all those, and cup of tea, and that sort of. Thing. I like a glass of wine. I don't deny that. I mean, salads and uh, look, I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not a sweet, uh, sweet lover. So that's that's a good point in my favour. I think I, I like things that are a little bit acidy, you know. And, to, and apples. I'm, I'm an apple lover. And whether they used to say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. I mean, I've I've eaten that many apples. I'm sure I've kept the doctor away for years. <laughs> good job. Good job. Well, I like that. I like that a lot. So it's a bit of a combination. You eat some really healthy food. You have a little bit of a, a sweet treat from time to time. And yeah, you... oh, yes, I don't deny that. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, not regularly, but I, I'll often go and buy a piece of you know, some chocolate or something like that and eat it because, but not, not guts on it. What's your right favourite chocolate? What's your favourite chocolate? Well, they say dark chocolate is the best, but uh, I, I prefer a, 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 a Cadbury's chocolate or something like that, or one of the better one of the better ones anyway, Lindt or something like that. Yes. Well, what do you do oh, for lunch? What do you have for lunch? I had just uh, no. I died today. I had chicken and avocado on wholemeal bread. Nice. nice, nice. And then what about dinner? 
I've got some salad lined up tonight. I've got some roast beef that I cooked the other day. Um, I'll have that and uh, just have a, a salad tonight and uh, piece, an apple and a piece of cheese, something like that. Jeez, look at you go. See, nothing overindulgent there, is there, Damo? No, nothing, nothing, too, <laughs> nothing too fancy but very sensible. I like it. You're not yeah. doing what half of Generation X and Y are doing, having a litre of ice cream after dinner whilst having a few um, bits of popcorn, watching a movie followed by a Magnum or something like that. Watching The Biggest Loser. Well, you've done a sensational job. Heather, when, um, I just have to know, and this may be just because I just love sport, but with walking, is it yes. really rules-driven? Like, I just have memories of Jane Savile. Yes, know, coming into the stadium that day. Oh, Jane, you know, and the, and the heartbreak. Like, what's it like walking? When you're 86, are they as really fanatical about the rules? Oh, Can you still yes, do the whole yes, bending yes. of the knees and... Well, oh, I've been, look, I've only been race walking for two years, exactly. Uh, did you know that? No. Only two years. So you've two been years. I took it up two years ago in October. Right. Quite, quite, quite by accident. <laughs> Tell and us, I, what, how I, did that happen? I, I went, well, my physiotherapist was the one that suggested I maybe should go to the Masters Games in, in Adelaide because I was running out of competitors here. I said, he said, well, you go to the games, you probably find people of, of your own age who compete against. So anyway, I, I went down to, to Adelaide and, and I registered in four events, the 1,500 metres, the 3,000, the 5,000 and the 10,000 metre race walks. And when I actually got to the start line, the race judge, starter judge said to me, said to everybody, now ladies, you understand the rules of race walking. And uh, I did have a rough idea what race walking was about. So I had, to, I had to race walk from that moment on, and I did the four events, and I didn't get one infringement in the four events. That's amazing, right. actually. And so when I, when I came back, I was told that the times that I'd done were very close to world record times, and I thought, well, if, that, if they were that close, I'm going to go chase the records. <laughs> so I took so up race records? walking. And how many records have you broken? I've got... I've got all the Australian records are 1,500, the 3,000, 5,000, 10,000, and I've got two world records in the 3,000 and the 5,000 that I got last December in, um, in the Gold, on the Gold Coast. Now, wow. you've, got a, you've got a British accent. You were born, obviously, in the United Kingdom. Do you consider yourself Australian? Oh, yes, I do, yeah, definitely. Oh, oh that's definitely. good, because I was a bit worried then. I thought that maybe we'd lost a few Australian world records to the Poms again, but uh, <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm pleased with No, no, with no, that. no, I've been, I've been back there. I wouldn't go back there to live. I mean, look, <laughs> look, I was glad I grew up there. It was part of my life, and it'll always be part of me, and I'll always be a Pom in, in, in many respects, but yeah. I'm an Australian now, and that's how uh, I'll stay. Oh, that's oh, very nice to hear, very nice to hear. Now... Um, your uh, your husband did pass away to lung cancer, which is very unfortunate and terrible. Yes, he didn't smoke, that, and that, so that was um, very unfortunate. And the last thing I thought he would stop would die from. Yeah. It's very, very, uh, very traumatic. So to watch, to watch somebody die on a daily basis is not nice. I mean, I travelled the journey with him, so I and that's why I walk for cancer these days. I yes. walk, I walk the. Re, I've been doing the relay for life locally for the last ten years. Wow. And I walked 80 kilometres this this year for 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 cancer in a 24-hour um, walkathon. Oh wow! Yeah, and right. last last year I did 76, and the year before I think it was 75. And I mean, next year, all being well, I'll be there and doing the same thing again. 
Good on you. That's a lot of kilometres. That's a lot of kilometres. Good on yeah, you, Heather. Yeah, in 24 hours, and I mean, it, it was about two degrees at about three or four in the morning, so I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's quite an experience. Absolutely. Now, you, you write in your on your website, which I must say is a very nice-looking website. You it say, is. It's well done. It's well done. You say uh, that he passed away in 1997, and he, he had some poignant last words, and it says, now is the time to show your metal. Metal, yes. Now, I don't know if that's a spelling mistake or if that's just the it's way It's just M-E-double-T-L-E. Yeah. yeah it's that's just the, the correct way. It's not M-E-T-A-L. I right. mean, that would make me sound like I was of iron or, or metal or something. Well, no, we'll you metal is the kind... Now is the time to show you what you're made of. Yeah, it shows your guts. And do you reckon that's actually yes. spurred you on to, you yes, know, it did, continue it did, to be it, Look, it, it haunts me. It really does. It haunts Excuse me, it haunts me, mm. and uh, and that's that, that spurs me on and inspires me. I'll tell you that. Okay, that's nice. Mm. Yeah, that's and that's good. the thing. I mean, it it it, se- it seems to me, Heather, that you really have. Um, we speak a, a bit about Alice Hertz Sommer, who's the oldest surviving uh, Holocaust. Uh, oldest survivor of the Holocaust. She's 109. Yes. And she talks about, you know, the challenges of her life, but she talks about them with grace. And it seems as if you still, even though you say that your husband's death haunts you, it seems like he's still giving you a massive gift because his legacy or he's still with you every day. Like he's with you, obviously, when you're walking. Oh, definitely. And, and everything definitely. that you do, um, which is a gift in many ways, isn't it? Yes. Yes, that's true. That's very true. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, yes, that's, 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 I, I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. It just seems that the people that are, that have aged well, Heather, that we've spoken to and interviewed, they they do seem to have grace about the challenges that have occurred in their life. They're not resentful towards the things that have occurred in their life. They're not hanging on to the to the things that have happened to them. They're actually able to talk about them with again. I just can only say a level of grace, like they're able to use it as a positive experience rather than one to to. You keep have them to down. move on and, you, and just treat it as an experience in life because there are so many experiences that we all have during our lifetime and uh, you know of all different types and, and that so uh, yes we just have to move on and, and take it from there and that's no, what I'd... he would have wanted me to do anyway so I'm, look I'm, I'm pleased because if he's up there I'm sure he's saying he'll good on you now Heather I want to ask you I mean there's a lot of people out there that truly do not believe that the rest of their life really can be the best of their life and you are someone again you've had your challenges and you've had certain things happen in your life but you really do seem to be going from strength to strength what do you say to people that really aren't confident that the rest of their life is going to be that great well i think you just have to sort of take care of, um how can i put it they really have to look to the future and not not dwell on the past and move on and not 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 just vegetate. I think so many people vegetate at certain times of their lives. I think they sort of retire and think this is this is this is the end and sort of pit, put their feet up and just sort of uh, sort of cruise on from there. Yeah. I think you've still got to keep moving. You've still got to keep active yes. and uh, mentally and and uh, and physically. You know. So but look, the, the thing that I would hate to happen to me would I mean I I I value my independence the most and that's what another thing that keeps me going. I mean I live alone. I have to look after myself and do all the things for myself. I'm I'm a very much do-it-yourselfer. I mean I don't ask anybody in to change a light globe or or things like that. So and I'm I'm, I'm quite capable of painting a room if I have to. Still, so uh, awesome. you know. That's uh, so Guess what, Heather? I'm turning hmm? forty this year. Yeah, well, yeah, think about what I've said. You take stock of your life, and uh, you know, and and if you if there's anything you should change, change. Do you smoke? 
No, heck no. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Wouldn't catch me with a cigarette in my hand. I love, I love being fit and healthy. I love it. I love it to bits. But I often look around at my cousins, my friends, um, and there's quite a lot of people that are doing a very poor job of of turning forty or even pre forty. And uh, it does concern me a little bit. And I loved that you wanted to uh, to buck the system a little bit. And I look, there's a black and white photo of you on your website, in which yes, yeah, and I was about 21 or 22, something like that. Yes, very pretty photo, I have to say. <laughs> and, uh, and then I well, see you I now. I had to put that there, didn't I? I mean, oh, it was sort of before and after. <laughs> right, no, no, still very, very good-looking old lady, and, and well done. You've kept yourself in great shape, and and you'd have to put that down to the exercise and eating great food. From a mindset point of view, it sounds like you've got that all. But what are your inspirations these days? What inspires you to keep on going? Well, other people inspire me. I mean, I go to the games, and I, I mean, I, I spoke to Marcus before about the lady who uh, who has pins at her feet and pins at her hip, and uh, from foot reconstruction, the hip reconstruction, and um, you know, she doesn't care about what time she does as long as she can. Com- she competes and finishes, and just the achievement of finishing. And when she can't compete anymore on the track, then she'll take up um, uh, wheelchair racing. And I, that that's just <laughs> blew my mind away. And uh, I found I was talking to my physio this, this morning, and. He I said to him, you know, I, I can't imagine life changing for me. I don't want it to end. I don't want anything to end. You know, I want to go on and doing what I'm doing forever and ever. I know it's not going to happen. And he said, no. He said, there are other things that you can do. He said, maybe you can take up wheelchair racing. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, uh, well indoor, indoor rowing or something like that where I don't have to use my legs. I mean, there's still other parts of my body I can use. Well, I would like to say, Heather, uh, that if it means anything, we have interviewed a number of people on here who, and, and with all the research that Damien and I have done into ageing well, it's very likely that someone like you is going to have a, a, a life full of quality up until your final days. You, there's nothing stopping so. you from walking the day before you die or walking the day that you die because it's only natural that people that are doing it well, they have quality right up until the end. They don't have a long lag time where they lose all this quality of life and have an undignified... No, look, I know I'm lucky. I know I'm lucky and I know I'm fortunate, so I don't really sort of uh, look down too much on other people because some people do have um, problems in their life, problems with their health that are not their fault you know but I mean a lot of people do have problems with their health that are their fault if they smoke or if they overeat well then that's that's their problem isn't it they're, they're yeah. you know they're not not helping themselves in any way yeah but well, uh, yeah, Heather, sorry, I just want to say thank you so much for your wisdom. You have just inspired Damien and myself and no doubt all of our listeners again. So just from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for, for joining us on 100 Not Out. Yes, well, I have a saying it says use it or lose it. That's it all the way. You got that, Damo? I got it. I got it. <laughs> That's it. Well, I got it. <laughs> Heather, many thanks. And, and again, thank you to you, Damo. We've run out of time on, on this edition of 100 Not Hour. But remember, we'd always love to hear your feedback. You can provide it in any number of ways. And the best way, as always, is to go to our website at www.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 Not Out. Remember, if you've liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and also check out thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including the number one show, The wellness guys so until next week continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives 
Foster Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners. These podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.